Hey mama, welcome to the Positive on Purpose podcast, where we help stress out moms, resist the guilt, and reframe with grace. Where we teach you how to dial down the negative and turn up the positive so that you can show up as the mentally fit mama you were meant to be. We are your hosts, twins, moms, movement makers, and coffee dates for life. I'm Jamie Shefke. And I'm Jules Philippi. Get ready to put your positive pants on and let's dive in. Happy Wednesday and happy April. Yes, we are just coming off of our birthday, which so happens to be pretty much at the end of the first quarter. Mm -hmm. And why we bring that up is because for this podcast today, we want to focus on lessons or reflections of the past year uh, from the from our birthday yeah, last birthday. year, right? Mm-hmm. We have an episode already that we've done on the 12 lessons from the twins yes. um, in the past. But what we also thought it would be fitting to just focus on is the end of the first quarter is a great time for reflection. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. think about when you set your goals at the mm-hmm. beginning of the year, or the, you know, end of last year, December time, early January. Really check in. How are yeah. how are things going? Do you need to make adjustments? Um, we love the birthday reflection yeah. just because it is really unique when we share a birthday, and I think we can both be like, "Oh yeah, th- that was definitely a big yes. lesson or something yeah. that happened." Yeah, just kind of taking inventory of what we did, you know, celebrating some accomplishments, and then like, you know, just what did we learn and what do we want to keep? What do we want to change or stop doing? Like all the things. Yeah. So these are in no particular order. Nope. Just, you know, again, we actually, when we were celebrating our birthday, we took some laps around the gym. We yes. actually got to this, we were in this Airbnb that had a gym, like a basketball court in mm-hmm. it. So we took laps around and yeah. just kind of talked it out. And I, I'm just so grateful that we had and that I think together. we've also learned like how we want to spend our birthday and spend our time. And like, we're big on experiences and we really leaned into that this year and I'm really proud of us for that. We had a wonderful birthday weekend and it really gave us time to step away and get quiet and think about these things. So yeah. we're excited to bring it to you. That's exactly what I was going to say. Look so. at that. First one, some is better than none. We shared this recently, but it just, it's so true for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's so easy to get defeated, mm-hmm. um, whether again, it's the pace at which you're going towards things, whether it's the progress. Yeah. Um, we just keep coming back to this. Yeah. One. And another v- version of this is any is better than nothing. And, you know, we shared this with our morning routines, not exactly being up to where we want them to be, but like, you know, any, any movement is better than no movement. Any reading is better than no personal development at all. I mean, literally doing any podcast episode with a 10-month-old in the room, you will likely hear Mr. Ford today. But like, that's better than not doing it at all and not showing up here for you and not bringing these lessons to you. The next lesson, it just is a great piggyback to that, mm-hmm. is consistency trumps intensity. And again, we feel there's been, we've said like, ah, I'm just so frustrated. Like mm-hmm. there's been times throughout this past year where we were, we were, you know, disappointed in where we were at compared to, yes, you know, which yes. I'll get to that too, but compared to like Jules noted where mm-hmm. we were with our morning routines or yep. progress towards, you know, our, our business, where we see ourselves um, and, you know, the transition into having the two little or well, two more littles, yeah. I guess, but yeah. You know, and as ambitious women, like we know you are, like we, we just want to level up cons- consistently all the time in like all areas of our life. And like, we just haven't been able to do it at the level or at the intensity 
but knowing that that's okay. And that's enough right now because we are still showing up and we are still doing things, you know, again, maybe not at the level we want, but we have to be okay with, you know, what we are doing. And that kind of goes back to, again, some is better than none. Like consistency over time is going to trump the level, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And you know, this friend, we've shared this. We're very aware of this, that Small actions, small things, mm-hmm. th- there's that compound effect. You yes. cannot ignore the compound effect yes. if you just keep showing up. And that in itself is significant. 100%. Um, adjusting your scorecard. And we've talked about this here before, but again, in this last year of our birth, <laughs> birthday year, however you want to say it, like, you know, is it's so different. We're both postpartum, like postpartum is forever, whatever, but this is the second time. And like, just to not, score ourselves to the previous Jamie and Jules, what, whatever, like <laughs> postpartum at two years or three years when we were like, we felt on fire and like, just, you know, really, really good in all areas. And this can be related to a job. Like we, yeah. we took oh, new yeah. job, um, new roles, new positions. Mm-hmm. And I think even just in your scorecard, if you really th- thrived in a previous role, mm-hmm. but you took a leap of faith and you're, you're doing something you new, yourself. you stretch yourself, you, you're, you're honing in on a new craft or, mm-hmm. you know, what, what have you like, again, adjust your scorecard just because you rocked it the last time. Doesn't yeah. mean again, you're going to suck. There'll be a little sucking at first. Yeah. Right? So yeah. if you're new to something like, but adjust, it's okay to adjust it. it yeah. It's not permanent. Please friend, do not think it's permanent. And if you, if you aren't, you know, aligning or meeting metrics that you set for yourself, right. please adjust it. Yeah. It's all, it's all good. Yeah. Um, okay. So this one's fun, like just to have more fun. Um, <clears throat> we also kind of wrote like adult playground, like, you know, as we get older and <clears throat> excuse me, like, it's like adults have no more fun anymore, you know, or like how many times a kid laughs versus an adult, you know, like it's crazy. The, the actual facts and stats on it. Um, but like, Jamie and I, because we come from a place where we just care so deeply and, you know, we have these big goals and we take things to heart and we and also seriously. take things too seriously. <laughs> we do. I was getting there. You're just, I'm sorry. I had, uh, yeah. Like, I, I just got to make sure she said that. I know, it, I know what she's thinking. Yes. Yeah. We do. We tend to take things a little too seriously and we have in the past. And I think, again, looking over the last year, um, we, we kind of did that again. And I will say I'm very proud of ourselves looking back at the first quarter already of how we have scheduled more fun into our lives. And, you know, whether it's with the kids alone in our date nights with our husbands, experiences with our friends. Yeah. I, I mean, two, one, two, two ones, two things that come to mind is we went bowling and yes. that was really fun. But then even this past weekend being at this Airbnb, we, you guys, we played lightning and yes. and we played horse and like these and games we said, that we grew up playing yes. and we got to play them with our husbands, mm-hmm. with each other. Mm-hmm. And we laughed yeah. super hard. And those are the things, those are the moments that I want more of. And I want to say one of the, um, one of the locations of the old gym I used to work at, Wisconsin Athletic Club actually has an adult playground. You know, I think when the whole like Ninja Warrior stuff came back, like it just, it kind of brought this new movement of adults playing again and like doing the jungle gym and like, you know, like even from a mobility standpoint, yeah. like you even look at that. Because oh yeah. If you look at adults and kids, like if you don't, if, if you use, if you, if you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah. You lose mobility as an adult. Yeah. If you're not 
taking care of some of those functional movements. So I think that could also be looked yeah. at slightly different too. It'd be like more agile, like all that. Yep. Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. We wrote this one down because it's actually a recent book that I downloaded on Audible that I heard mm-hmm. from a different podcast. And we just feel this so strongly again of, you know, rushing out of the house or running behind to get the kids to daycare or, um, you know, feeling like, you know, you have a meeting at this time and your morning was a mess. Yeah. And like this book, I just loved it. He was like, when you're in a hurry, do you feel peace in that moment? Can you feel like love in that moment? And I'm like, no, no, like I'm, I may be raising my voice. I'm short, like tempered. Mm -hmm. I'm no, I'm not, I'm not proud of that person that I am when I'm in a hurry. Like there's, there's not a lot of good that comes out of it unless you're like trying to clean up the house and sometimes it's good, but for the most part. So I'm really excited to read more about that because again, I think just in this culture, we just need to take ownership and responsibility of how we want to feel and then taking those steps to align it to that. And I'm reading in the book, The Psychology of Money, and they talk about like true wealth is doing what you want with who you want, where you want for as long as you want. And like the healthy or the wealthiest person in the room is the one that's not in a hurry. And dang, like I, again, I'm so sensitive to time in this stage in my life too. And like, yeah, I don't want to rush life. I don't want to always be hustling and like, I want to do the things that I want to do them with who, you know, like that's such a great description and definition. And um, yeah, we're really leaning into it. Yeah. So good. The next two, we'll kind of combine these two um, average, like being average or being a basic B <laughs> and, you know, growing up, right. You're scored and like, whether it's in school or, you know, sports, you know, you don't want to be average. You want to be like above average. You want to stand out. You want to, yeah. you know, be thriving. But I think where we're, you know, where I am now, I can look back and see like when I was, and there's good things, like you, you, there's nothing wrong with striving for yeah. those things. I want to just yeah, say that. Up. Strivers, yeah. But like, sometimes when you're doing that, there's that sense of guilt or shame or should, I should be doing this, what have you. And there's a lot of power in being basic and average. Like, I think about when I shared this recently on the podcast about averaging the amount of steps mm-hmm. um, per week versus per day, because I want to get rid of that guilt that I may feel if I don't meet it a daily goal. Um, so, you know, I found that to be really helpful. Yeah. And our mentor, uh, Trina, had shared this concept of be a basic B. And, you know, I think for Jamie and I, we've shared this here. We we struggle with overthinking. And, you know, again, as recovering perfectionists, like, it has to be perfect or like, oh, it's not up to par or whatever. But like, we don't have to be fancy. You don't have to have, you know, in terms of social media, we've done a lot of um, development in that area as well. And you don't have to have all the fancy graphics and have all your ish together all the time. You know, yeah. like, it's okay to be basic, like show up, be, you know, you know, have you want people to know, like, and trust you. And that's enough. Like, yeah. And we have so much distractions, so many messages coming to our brains a day. Mm-hmm. It's even hard to process. Yeah. If you oh, yeah. are, you know, trying to just keep it simple. Correct. Yes. And I just think friend too, like if you're going for a goal or, you know, whatever it is, like, I think to Julie's point, if you don't show up, who's not going to benefit as a byproduct mm-hmm. because you're holding yourself back because you're trying to yeah. do all the things and for you it to s- be perfect, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. You can still help people and have an impact on people even when it's basic. Love yeah. that. Next one is we we had shared this a little bit about like scheduling joy, similar to like, you know, t- 
taking like making things more fun. But really, this one boils down to more about like scheduling yourself first. And we've we've shared that analogy on the airplane. I love mm-hmm. that Jules has yeah. brought that up. Yeah, with the oxygen mask, you know, like if you've been on airplane, you know, when they give the safety spiel mm-hmm. that like you have to put your ox- oxygen mask on before you help someone, you know, in your in your family or the person next to you. And the same is true for your life. Like you have to pour into yourself. You have to schedule things for yourself first. Or, and we talked about this about our mom too, you know, like your calendar will fill up with other people's requests, demands, whatever. If you don't put your own, your own time, your own priorities, you're going to answer to everybody else's if you don't put yours in first. So true. And I just think that that's something that we have come back to of like, we have been doing well, I think with, you know, our, our dates and our experiences and all those things. Yeah. Like, yeah. Especially in this first quarter, again, even looking at the past year, I would say we, we did way better at getting things on the calendar yeah. and feeling those I think things. We, where we really wanted to bring it back as a lesson too, is because we've recently you know, been taking care of sick kids and this second postpartum journey has been a lot harder that we need to continue to schedule ourselves first, or we will totally just like, it's really taken a toll. You oh, know? For sure. There's been times where we have definitely felt, I mean, low, like, you know, at like, I don't know, just feeling at, at the bottom of like, just frustration. And how am I still here? You know, like, again, and we urge you friend to be really mindful of the language that you use that always the, the nevers. Mm-hmm. Um, we always come back to that because it's, it's so easy to fall into that trap of like, you know, and to the point of this whole episode too, of doing these like reflections as Jules opened up with saying, like, when you do this, you can celebrate the things that have happened. Things are going well. You have to take the time to show your brain proof that it's there. Yeah. And I think that's why we wanted to say reflections and lessons too, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, next less is more or less is now being minimalistic yes the less clutter the less stress outer order inner calm is what we need most right now and like even you know this is enough you know minimalism is nothing new to us um but again as we've added another human to our families and with that comes more items to care for that human and keep them healthy and happy and you know it's just we even had a friend this morning invite us to a spring toy exchange and like you know, we all feel this sense this time of year, April, spring to declutter. And, um, you know, I think not just obviously using the energy of spring to help us with this, but like in this year, <laughs> moving forward, as we continue to get older, like we don't need a lot of things like less is more, less is now. <laughs> 100%. Health esteem. We've shared this this past year, especially, you know, with our um, our business that we you know partner with to be able to bring fitness, um, fitness. Uh, how do I want to say mental mental health? But <laughs> yeah. Like my words aren't coming together. <laughs> Where we help women with their physical and mental health. Yes, there we go. Yes. Um, and really get that health esteem being that recognize where you're at, where you're at right now and being really proud of where you're yeah. at, but then also having the capacity of like I still want to want to improve. Like, yeah, still- it's like. It's all, it's a place where you always feel good or it feels good to be you. You are embracing where you at, but continuously wanting to improve and, you know, constantly reaching for more and striving for more. And that's okay. Like, you know, being okay with where you are now, but you still want to continue for more. Lastly, be virtually accountable. 
this has certainly helped us over, I mean, I would say the last five, well, maybe five years or maybe a little less than that of having others to be accountable to. And this can be in-person accountability, Mm -hmm. but with virtual, it's really unique because, I mean, just think about when you look back and you talk about reflection, you know, during the pandemic, like having that virtual connection accountability, like helped us get through some tough, tough times. And I don't feel that should go away because I feel like whether it's in your fitness journey, whether it's in, um, you know, again, I feel like that mental health aspect of that connection piece of being, so this is something I heard recently was like doing a virtual lunch date. Because when you think about being accountable in person, there's a lot more logistics involved, right? Like if your mom, who's watching the kids, um, are you going to be paying for breakfast or lunch? Mm -hmm. Uh, what time, where are you going? Like, there's just so many more things that need to align (laughs) or line up. Um, and it just, I just feel like it's just been such a blessing to have accountability, like open up a zoom line, you don't even have to talk. Like, being, yep, like can, knowing that you're not alone, it's it's powerful. Yeah, that's helped Jamie. Like, Jamie and I both in our business, you know, when you need to work on a project, like, you could literally just be on an open line, everybody muted, but, like, you're all working towards a goal, you know? And, like, but you, like, you don't even have to be in the same room, but you feel supported and you feel accountable to those people that showed up for that hour or whatever it is. And I think, like, this is, again, something we really want to continue to lean in into as we get older, because it's, it's hard as an adult to find time to be with other people in person. Okay. Like, you know, we've been listening to some content and other podcasts and stuff to say that, like, it's hard for adults to make friends. (laughs) Like when you're older, like it's harder to be, you know, make friends because you're not always in the same social situations like your kids. And like, how great of a tool is it to have social media and to have zoom and whatever, because you can be accountable and you can make that time and be with others while we'd always love to be in person, like virtually accountable is very powerful. Yeah. And then we would just add one more on there. Oh yeah. And that would be, you know, when you get knocked down (laughs) and when you're feeling defeated, like just to get back up and be adaptable. Yeah, you know, because this is the second time we are recording this episode um, because our our system failed us. Yes. <laughs> we uh, we press play. We press the stop button after 18 minutes and uh, the the track was empty. And which is very in that empty. moment, you know, you, there is that feeling of defeat. There is that feeling of like, why on earth did that just happen? You yeah. know, again, we're a little forward. We have a 10 man here. Yep. It is keeping us And, you know, again, Jules, like this is just a testament of yeah. I'm, you know, grateful to have my twin mm-hmm. by my side because, yeah. you know, like life is, is hard, really hard alone. But like mm-hmm. when you have others to do it with, yeah, you're able to, to get back up and yeah. keep showing and up. You have that circle of influence mm-hmm. to say like, okay, like what can we can control? What can we do here? You know? And so we hope you find that There's encouraging and everything. There really <laughs> is a lesson in everything. Yes. And again, our goal for this episode was to just share the things that we're proud of, the things that, you know, we're looking to lean into or continue. And yeah. then that encouragement goes to you. Yes. Now where, where, where do you, where do you want to take this? Yes. Is it on a quarterly basis of like, how did the first quarter go for you? Mm-hmm. Maybe you're having a birthday coming up yes. and you take a moment to, again, get pause, 
get quiet and just ask yourself some questions of how the last year went and do a calendar audit. We've done that before at the end of the year, but like, again, even in your first quarter over your birth year, like look at your calendar. What did you do? What were you proud of? What are you feeling? Um, what are things you want to keep doing? What are things you want to stop doing that you know you need to change? Like those are all really powerful, powerful questions. And if one of these lessons or reflections has resonated with you, would you please share it and let us know? We just want to know, like, yeah, take us. And we just want to know what speaks Leave to you. Um, you know, it's again, this always brings us closer together mm-hmm. and lets us know again, we're not alone in, yeah. in these things <laughs> or feelings. Amen, or, sister. Right? Exactly. <laughs> so thanks for tuning in and we'll talk to you next week. Talk to you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Mama, we know your time is valuable, so we appreciate that you spent it with us. If this episode resonated with you, go share it with a friend, or we invite you to post it to social media and tag us so we can express our gratitude. And together, let's live more positive on purpose.